podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome, lovely listeners, to the Anfield Index podcast, the home of entertaining chat about the six times champions of Europe. It's episode 240, and I'm Trev Denny, podcasting to you, as I tend to, from a field in beautiful rural Ireland. And I'm joined, as ever, by Carl Boat Drinks Kapak, Cam Inception Branch, and producing silently, as he plays the S-Club back catalogue, is Guy Yarrait Drinkle. Well, listeners, I've spent about four hours today working on a very exciting project for Anfield Index Pro called Kings of Europe and the series starts with a two-part special celebrating Jurgen Klopp and all his swabby and wonder. More of that and non, I'm going to plug it properly later on. But it has been the managers of other clubs which has been the main focus for much discussion amongst Liverpool fans over the last few days. For example, who will get the Chelsea job? Uh, will United come to their senses? Why is Rafa going to China? Oh, it's okay, I just saw the contract. And just how traumatised is Pep Guardiola by Liverpool Football Club? However, on today's Atletico Mints podcast, one of my comedy heroes, Bob Mortimer, performed a tremendous song in tribute to Mr. Sean Dyche Dyche. And I'm going to play you at least one clip now with a little warning that if you have your little ones, there might be some crude content in the song. So here we go. to be kicked, kicked hard. An opponent is there to be kicked, kicked hard. Pies are there to be eaten, eaten hard. Run hard in various directions. If you have not spewed up, we're out of the cup. Kick. <laughs> Shit. Eat pie. Tackle. Kick. Another shit. More pie. And that's the Burnley way. How beautiful is that? It's not a bad philosophy, is it? Oh, man. There's a second uh, helping of that later on. The whole thing is actually, I think, four or five minutes long. Uh, and if you have not um, checked out that, it's not. I don't like n- normally po- pointing towards other podcasts, um, um, but I do really enjoy that because it's Bob at his raw mental best. His Peter Beersley stuff is unbelievable. All the stories that he does. His characters are just tremendous. So I, I can I can heartily recommend it because that is one of my two comedy heroes there. Uh, Bob Mortimer, I used to work with Vic Reeves, obviously. Uh, it's just tremendous stuff. Anyway, let's get back to the normal programming and let me introduce um, our two regular uh, um, contributors on here, uh, Carl Kopic and Cam Branch. Carl, um, I know that you are out and about um, on uh, a, a seafaring or river faring vessel. Have you heard that phrase before that I, 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 I introduced you with? Boat drinks. Have you heard that before? Boat drinks? No, I don't think so. Well, there was a fair bit of that on Saturday. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and when, I, when, I, when I say a fair bit, I do mean to excess. 
Well, that's the best way to do it on a boat. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a phrase from a movie uh, called "Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead." It's Andy Garcia and his mate, and they like the ultimate um, for them. The ultimate sort of pleasure in life is to be on a boat having a drink. So, boat drinks is their toast that they say to each other, which I quite yeah. like. It's like a roof bar as well. For some reason, the pint on a roof bar is better than anywhere else. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it just is. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, uh, high up points are the best points. Anyway, man, you have something to get us going with before I go to camp. I do. It's a one-line quote, and it has nothing to do with the um, interpod scuffle between yourself and Mr. Branch. Um, but it's this. One can steal everything from an artist except their talent. Like that, and people will maybe have an idea what it might be about, but we will move swiftly along without uh, throwing any further stones. And um, Cam. Was that aimed at me? That was, for, for once, that was not named at, aimed at you. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I mean the crap bit. I know yours oh. wasn't. Oh, God, definitely. Every, oh, God. Everything I said. Just in case it went over my head, you know. Now, I, I've been quite, look, I'll, I'm going to level with you, man. I'm going to level with the listeners here live. It's going to be a, a, cathar- a cathartic pod moment. I've been quite, I've been quite upset with the way you've treated me lately, man. You know? <laughs> oh, shit. Can we, can, 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 actually, can we get into this a minute? <laughs> you, you feel upset. You know bro? what? I've been so nice to you lately. Uh, I've said nothing to you, and yet you still throw stones, my winged <laughs> monkeys. I mean, yeah, like I don't know what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's yeah. a thingy yeah. reference. You got it. I got it straight away. Yeah, Can I just say this? Sure, sure. Trev's acting like he's the injured party here and everything. Did you, enjoy, did, did you enjoy your little time on Trev's special secret documentary? Oh, oh, for the record, the country. I'm, 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 I'm just seeing my calendar to see, to see where my half hour was. Yeah, you know? for, for the record, the contributors on, on uh, Trev's super secret documentary are all sort of um, not here, not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. sorry, lads. I'm too busy to do the part because I'm too busy swanning off with me mates. You know, fine. Or climbing mountains. Yeah. What the we... fuck? Climbing a mountain. By the what way, what were you doing yesterday afternoon? You said you were climbing a mountain or something. I was. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I went. I went camping and then I went climbing a mountain and then I went back to my um, my little super sized tent. <laughs> you were better off sleeping in the back of your car. <laughs> Honestly, it was perspective. It was a perspective thing. It's small, but it's not as small as it looked in that shot. Well, let me just. How are you going to get into that? Dude, seriously, I know, I know, it's 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 the standard line, but it, it's actually bigger than it looks. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll just say this, Trev. We yeah. made you. We made you. Don't forget that. I, I will just say this. I invited you fuckers onto this show, so step back, <laughs> step the fuck back. Sometimes I honestly think that you believe that, Carl uh, Kapak. Sometimes I honestly do think that you believe that, but uh, I would like to remind you. That you received an invite to be on this show because I thought you were saying, lads, I'm reassessing fucking rapidly. Now, Cam Branch, give me your quote. It's been over a year. God, you're you're working fast, aren't you? Anyway, my quote (laughs) (laughs) This is the biggest job in club football. 
and I'm honoured to be taking on the role of manager of Britain's most successful football club. I look forward to meeting the players and the supporters and getting down to work at Melwood. Roy Hodgson, 1st of July. <laughs> it's the anniversary. It's the anniversary today. Nine years. Oh, oh we could do the Hodge special. Can we go do our own documentary called the Hodge special? Shall we do it? Yeah, yeah. We'll, get, we should, we'll get Leanne or, or Tom to host it. You know. <laughs> yeah. so then, someone proper, you mean? So you yeah. said, yeah. yeah, fuck you. <laughs> imagine, imagine being disappointed that you're not on a Hodgson special oh, I would be a little bit bent out of shape if you thought that on a Hodgson special I have to say because that is uh, the, the absolute uh, crack we could have on that we should actually we will will you remind us Cam we should come back to that topic should we do a Hodgson week we should definitely do a bit of Hodgson chat later on because there were quite a lot of lowlights, obviously, but there were some massive highlights. Man, some, some, some. There were some, there were some gloriously funny moments. I should... blanked out for six months. I don't remember. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah, you, you were going hard on the Doctor Pepper at that stage, if I recall yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I can yeah. get back on the diet stuff. I had some good news today on that. Anyway. Oh really? Well, I had to go and see the diabetic nurse today, and she's uh, completely spun things around on what I can have and can't have. So, um, yeah, just cut out the carbs and I'll be fine. So you can have diet Dr. Pepper? I can have diet Dr. Pepper, yeah. I can't have normal Dr. Pepper, so um, it's not really going to be the same, is it? But at least well, it'll be... Fifty-fifty, in it, I suppose. I, yeah. I'll be—I'll be honest with you. I, through years and years of having like basically two. Um, uh, sort of conscious about calories, um, house mates. That's how I'm describing my family now these days. Uh, I, I, I got into the habit of drinking Diet Coke and I actually prefer it to the other shit now. Well, you know, the barbecue we had the other, we had a so barbecue does, the other week. So does, um, so does, um, um, what do you call The Donald. So I'm in good company there. The barbecue you had the other week. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. About? So I bought a load of Coke Zero. And we bought a load of Coke normal. And of course, I had a can of Coke Zero. And then next thing I know, I've looked around, everybody's dived in on the Coke Zero and drank it all. And I'm like, for fuck's sake, none of you are diabetic, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they all think they're absolutely watching their waist. Yeah. I mean, I'm not diabetic. I'm apparently pre-diabetic. Pre-pre, yeah, yeah. This, this so, is the thing at work, yeah. So hang on, hang on. Okay, well, can, would you mind just explaining this to me? Because as you both know, uh, health has been quite the topic in my life, and I just—I'm such a fucking pessimist at this stage. What do you mean pre-diabetic? How does one even find out your one is pre-diabetic? It's—it's—you're at a reversible point. Anyway, if you change your diet, it can it can reduce the the risk of. But how would how would it have been diagnosed in the first place from bloods? Blood, yeah. Uh, yeah, basically, I, when I hit. Bye-bye. Yeah. You just got an MOT. Yeah, I, get a, I, I did an MOT, did a blood test, then I got called back and said, look, your sugar level is high, your cholesterol level is high. But it, it, my sugar level was 44, he said, 44% or 44, whatever that means. And he goes, if it hits 45, you're, pre you're type 2 diabetic. You need to get it back down to 41. So, um, huh. yeah. So that's, that's the challenge. I've got to reduce it by... Uh, um four points three points have you have you have you had a test lately 
You've no, done, okay, you, another, you, another one will be done in about six months. You, so you've, probably, be, you've been on this cake for a while. Yeah, for about six months now. So, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got one of those. Uh, my old man used to have. My old man was type two diabetic. He eventually went on the insulin shots, and uh, his his old uh, blood test sugar level machine thing. You know, where you prick the your finger, get some blood out, put it on the test strip, stick it in the old uh, machine, and it tells you what your sugar levels are. So, I've been yeah. just using that once a week just to get an idea of where I am, and. Um, this is where it gets all confusing now. So this is now the numbers that most people will understand. And my sugar levels generally about five and a half, six after fasting through the night. So I just yeah. check myself once a night. Um, I've been checking myself a couple of a uh, couple of times this week after I've eaten, two hours after I've eaten, because that's the peak point. Yeah. And I've been up to about seven two, seven point two, seven point six. So that's bordering on that is in the type 2 diabetic region right so it's all about carbs i've been told no more than 60 grams of carbs in a day and i should be fine that's basically keto diet that's basically a form of keto diet. i was talking to nurse today she says it's a waste of time that keto diet that's what she said. No, dude, I'm telling you, the, the keto diet that I was following was no more than, say, 30 to 50 grams of carbs a day. Yeah, yeah, that's and, what she was saying. Really, and, it should be 25 grams of carbs. And here's the thing. It's a piece of piss. People think it's going to be awful, right? I thought, giving up bread. How the fuck can I give up bread, pasta, potatoes, all the things I was brought up on? It's so easy. You can have all these beautiful meals. And I found it really suited me, actually. Um, and then I got stressed out and uh, forgot about it for a while. But um, I think I'm going to go back to it because I, I quite liked it. You're listening to men's health. Men's health. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a problem? Can nobody else help? Maybe you can hire <laughs> men's health. <laughs> Imagine it put, put people who, who might have some sort of medical disorder thinking, I wonder what Copac Downing Branch would make of this. Let's well, tune in next week. If just, we were, if we were. This, I'm fine now. If we were the A team, <laughs> right? If we were the A team of men's health, right? Yeah. Who would you? And they knew where to find. They knew where to find us. Yeah. If you, if 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 they, if they had a problem, nobody else could help. And if you could find us, maybe you could hire the A team of men's health. And if we were the A team of men's health, who would you be, Carl? It's the one who couldn't be bothered turning up to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Which one is that? That, that would be me. The one the one no one can find. Yeah, you see something else today. <laughs> I've got you down. I've got you down either as uh, Hannibal. I think or, so, yeah. Or more likely, let's be honest, given your grumpy demeanor, I have you as a, a Baracus. Yeah, Baracus. Yeah, I was going to go there. I have you as a Baracus. Yeah. And Branchy, I have you down either as either given it depends if you're if you're on a good instagram day and you're wearing your tight red pen maybe you could get away with being our face no 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 i haven't got the face for face oh but you, you boys are walking into this aren't you because horrendous just i know up a new, a new that's file why, as we that's, speak that's, that's why i'm letting you know trev you your face all day long Oh no no! I'm 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 fully fucking Hannibal. Absolutely. You'd be Hannibal. I'm happy being Murdoch. I'm the uh, yeah. I'm the guy who goes around calling people who are young, uh, older than him, son. I always loved how Hannibal did that. Because <laughs> I I get shit for calling people kid all the time, but it's just a, it's just a colloquialism. It's I just. Want to see, I want to see a photo of you with that cigar. Yeah, let's do that. 
Can we by, talk- by, the, by, by the way, I was watching Doctor Who when all ADA team was on, so I never saw it. Oh, you never watched that? Fuck. No, Doctor Who's on the other side. Yeah. It was it on directly against it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think... Oh, man, I'm not sure about that. I, I, the A team for me was Saturday evening, and we used to. Yeah. That was seven o'clockish, wasn't it? Yeah, we, we, six or seven. We used to get we used to get chips on a Saturday evening, homemade chips, and the A team. I, I thought you meant the program. I thought you did as well. I <laughs> love. Oh, I love chips. The program. Chips was brilliant. So, like, I mean, here's here's the thing. How did you define yourself? Were you a, a, a John or a Punch? I was. I was Peter Davison. And Tom, <laughs> still on fucking Doctor Who, listen. And, and, and Tom Baker. Oh man, well, this like is, Tom Baker. This has ab- absolutely been our most rambling introduction ever. And I know that we said we were going to kind of go jazz, and I didn't want to talk about football. But I'm delighted with how this is panning out so far, because <laughs> there's literally no football. We should, and we did say that we talk a little bit about the manager stories. Now, let me just go through that hit list of the ones I mentioned earlier on to get us a little bit on track, and maybe people who are Jones and for a bit of football chat can uh, can hook into this. Um, We'll start off with the with the Rafa Benitez to China story. More or less, the Rafa Benitez not having his contract renewed in the way that he would want story. Um, he said, Cam, that he didn't feel part of the project. He said that he was uh, um, disappointed in the, uh, the, the, the higher-ups there. Uh, he made it very clear, as Rafa, in his prickly way, always will. Whilst talking about how wonderful the fans were and how much he enjoyed his experience, he did say... You know what? Um, uh, they've let me down. The the mm. higher ups. And Rafa will in- invariably find himself in conflict with those above him. But it wouldn't be too hard to be in conflict with Mike Ashley, would it? No, it wouldn't mean because of Rafa. Obviously, he wanted a couch and he got a table lamp. So um, well, that's it, exactly. That's his perfect metaphor. That that, that is that is Rafa all over. I mean, Rafa is is like Craig Bellamy. I think he could start fighting a telephone box on his own. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's strange, isn't it, Cam? Because he seems like such a charming gent, and he is. He is. He is that's the thing. Is. But he wants everything his way. I, I think he's one of these guys. He he'll 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 give it a say. No, maybe I'm phrasing that wrong. I'll take that back. Sorry. He he he'll go along with it. He'll see how it pans out, and then when he throws his toys out, pram he throws his toys out, pram, and he's gone. I'd say he, you're right. I'd say. You're right in a professional context. I'd say he does want everything his own way yeah. because there were some great stories during the week. Did you read any of them uh, where uh, players were reminiscing about Rafa? And uh, there was a great story. And of course, the name escapes me now which player it was. Maybe some of you guys read this. Uh, and he was uh, pulled aside by the manager after he'd scored two goals or something like that. And uh, he was looking, reviewing a video with, with Rafa. And uh, he was looking at the the, the, the kid was asked, um, what do you think were the good things? And he said, well, obviously this thing and this thing that I did, I scored and I did this and I assisted there. Rafa said, basically, that's shit. You know, or was it David Engel? Sorry, it was a midfielder, and it was all these t- tackles he was diving into and winning. And Rafa was saying that's shit, and then he showed him a whole sequence of boring crap where he was just holding position, and he says that's perfect. That's what you should be doing. Whoever this player was, of course, has gone out of my head now. P- the listeners yeah. will probably oh, know. Yeah. It, it did. It did something similar to Man Barosh when he scored a hat trick against Crystal that's Palace. That's right. That's what two, I was thinking. Two, two of them were penalties. And he walked off with the match ball, and Rafa walked onto the pitch, grabbed the him by the shoulder, up. and pointed around the ground at where he'd fucked up. 
Yeah, that's fantastic. And, and I love that. I absolutely love that. That's Ronnie Moran. I love that sort of thing. Yeah. His attention yeah, to yeah. detail was second to none. Yeah. I've got loads of Rafa stories because of, um, um, because of my time with Tony Evans and stuff. He obviously knows him very well. Um, um, my favourite one was when, um, I think this is common knowledge, so I think I'm okay in saying this, when um, Tony turned up at Rafa's house, he was a guest to do something, I was a restaurant, sorry, they were all Rafa's guests, and they were all allowed to sit down with Rafa, and uh, when he walked in, all the journalists were saying, oh, you, you can go and sit next to Rafa, Tony, you know, you're his mate, and he says, why, why, is, why is no one sitting next to, to Rafa? When he got there, Rafa basically just looked up at him, and he had all these folders around him, and he says, all right, Rafa, what are you doing? And he said, uh, I'm looking at the uh, uh, Belgian goalkeepers in the second division. <laughs> and, and, and he said, why? And he looked up furiously and said, there is an anomaly. <laughs> and, and Tony just knew from there on, he was just going to get 40 minutes on just what was going wrong with Belgian goalkeepers in the second division. Oh, that's great. He knows things like that. I thought it was going to go somewhere along the Matrix then when he said there's an anomaly. Um, yeah, yeah, he's 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 such a, a one-off, isn't he? He really is a one-off. I mean, yeah. I don't like. Obviously, there are lots of managers who have attention to detail, and there are lots of managers who can have a sort of quiet charisma about them, and who can command the authority, and who are sort of, uh, uh, you know, not arm around the shoulder merchants and of course famously that was a, a bit of a bone of contention with some of our more uh emotional uh footballers at liverpool that he wasn't that guy. Ones. yeah that he wasn't that guy for them you know i mean certainly no. certainly cara and, and, and stevie had a little bit of a moan about that in their books i didn't notice that but but it, it, they didn't it, they didn't like him yes they didn't at the time they do now yeah, they do now. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they, they appreciate it now. They exactly that. You took the word right out of my mouth. There. Well, well, there was a, a really bizarre scenario where you know I think in the run up to him being appointed, there was like they. I think the two gents in question, like the the name Alan Kerbishley was mentioned, and then again, you know, in the in the Owen immediate... Coyle, that was my favourite. Oh, dudes. You know, but, but honestly, Alan side parting Kirbishly, like that would have been just the end of everything. I mean, but that would have been Hodgson before Hodgson, you know. Martin, like, Martin O'Neill, Martin O'Neill was mentioned about for about yeah, five Martin years. Martin O'Neill, yeah, yeah, yeah. how? Based on what? Based on Britishness. Show me your medals. That's why Roy Hodgson got the job based on the recommendation on, of. Based on Britishness. And I'm sorry, but I was watching a TV show this morning called The British. It's uh, narrated by Johan Grufford. I think that's how you pronounce that. He's a, a very British name. He's a Welsh actor. <laughs> and, uh, but he's got a very, he's got, he's got quite the, the plummy, um, um, accent. And it's, it's a really, I'm sure you've seen it. It's on Sky all the time. Um, it's basically charting British history. Now I say history in the loosest term possible because it's a hagiography basically of uh, of britain's through the years um and how marvelous the british empire was uh with a little nod every so often to maybe the irish had it a bit rough you know <laughs> and stuff like that but um you know it's the kind of stuff that makes winston churchill out to be a hero uh, of uh, magnificent magnificent proportions but in that guess who showed up in the British, talking about uh, Nelson's victory at Trafalgar. It's a footballer. 
Teddy Sheridan. Right. Saul Campbell. No, and I see where you're going, and I see where you're going. Carl Teddy Henry. Sheridan. No, he's a guy who may be in the shakeup for a managerial appointment soon. Oh, Frankie Boy. It was Frankie Boy. Frankie Boy talking about how we, as British people, have an ability to, and I say we because he said we, have an ability to dig in when the going gets tough, said Frankie. And I just thought, oh, God, that fucking, that, that bulldog spirit stuff really did actually infect our club for a while and really did Jeff, leave Boy, Jeff, Boy, Jeff Boycott said the same thing, didn't he? Oh, fucking Jeff Boycott recently. Oh, what was that? Where were he? There was oh, a, oh, last oh. week. Carl, what was the context there? Uh, he's, talking, he's talking about no deal. Oh, and, he says, and he said, we got through two wars. So, you know, we are very strong people. Until yeah. people pointed out he wasn't fucking born from one of the wars. And he, he was born in the middle of the second one. Yeah, good luck. All these people who, who fought for their country in two world wars, yeah. none of them are actually saying it. <laughs> yeah. well, none, them, none of them are saying because there's like literally sod all of them left about, you know. Well, you have to be 120 yeah. for a start. Yeah, it's it's yeah. quite the first one, yeah. It's quite literally their offspring, that boomer generation who are uh wreaking <laughs> havoc across the globe politically, God bless them. Um or some of them obviously. You know? Cat general, mm-hmm. there's, there's lots of sound people like my pair, my L pair, who would be classed as boomer generation. They're sound politically speaking, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, Frankie Lampard, you we've brought we've brought it to Frankie Lampard, Carl. I mean, there is a dis- distinct possibility that he may get that Chelsea job, and still uh, favorite. Still favourite for Still it. Still favourite, like you know, quite quite a pronounced favourite. Um, but it's not been done yet, which is a bit. I'm a bit surprised at. Well, did you? Well, he's have... only just left Derby today, hasn't he? Well, has he definitely gone now? Yeah, Derby uh, tweeted it. He's left the club today. <laughs> did okay, you keep, have? Did you keep have it here, folks? <laughs> did, yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep it here for the next twenty minutes. I'm busy. Did you, did you have? <laughs> the, did you have the fear, Carl, that there was going to be a um, a potential uh, raffle go anywhere for money type thing that he might go back there? Unfinished business. No, absolutely not. Absolutely no, no way would he go back there. There was a lot never, of time. never in a million years because um, he he knows he, he they hated him and he no, it, it, it was a mutual thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he went there as a short term thing because he, he first he needed he was work. a professional he, he, and he wanted the money. Yeah, he wanted it and he and he won a trophy. You know, it's good he on fucking, he won them a major European trophy like yeah. he does because yeah. he's yeah. class. You know. Yeah. I mean, like, and and it was it was almost sneered at, and those fuckers have no right to be sneering at that. I mean, they were very very delighted to win it again this season. Mm. Although, although they were having a go at um, sorry, weren't they? Because sorry, really celebrated getting this medal. And going, mm, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's the level of nonsense that you're talking about from modern football fans. People actually, and that we before the mics went live, we were talking about this pylon culture, this sort of nonsense where people are telling you what to do online and telling you what opinions to have. And that was very much a thing where there was a huge groundswell of uh, sneering at uh, at uh, Sari for being pleased to have won the, 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 the whole the whole point of football is to win things yeah it it's, just it, is and, and that's the simplest thing and i've heard people say yeah but you know it doesn't matter if we don't win this because blah, it's, it's all about progress and blah 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 ultimately progress ends with winning things and Chelsea to win something it, yeah and like, like, well you know conte won the league at an absolute canter 
Mm-hmm. They battered the league that year. Still got rid of him. Yeah, I mean, it makes Do you think actually they need a manager? They need to caretake a manager. That, that's yeah. their model. Yeah, they don't actually need a manager per se because, I mean, obviously now Hazard's gone, I suppose they do need a manager. And the players will get rid of them anyway. It's the, it's the players who sack who sack managers at Chelsea. Oh no, they they absolutely do need a manager. They wouldn't have won that European trophy without Sarri. They, they yeah. have they have a fantastic squad. It's almost legacy uh, wealth at this stage that's built up uh, a beautiful uh, depth of squad. There, they have a lot of good footballers. Right, uh, and, and even even with the band that they have now. They still have a lot of good footballers, so they they could well be under the right manager. If someone came in there and implemented a system that worked really well, and it's all about systems these days, we know that that could be uh, they could be massively, massively uh, uh, central to any challenge on any front next year. That's how I mean, good like uh, maybe an Allegri or a Diego yes. Simeone. I, I mean, a guy, a guy who has. Clearly got a vision. Yeah, a, 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 a guy who's got a vision, a, a Klopp, an Allegri, someone like that. I I did think, actually, that the Arsenal manager was in that category, and he may well still prove to be. He may well, maybe. Um, but but Free someone... Free Rocky League says he is. Who does? Um, uh, for um, Emery, I, I say he is, because Free Europa League wins, but Seville says he is. Yeah, and then the... The massive irony of when he's just under the most pressure to prove that he is, he unfortunately fails in that very trophy at the final mm. hurdle. So it's an interesting, it's hard, isn't it? yeah, it's an interesting thing that's going on there. Um, uh, but I, I would still absolutely reserve judgment on on, on that kid. Can I just go back to Legri a minute? Yeah, go ahead. Seeing as we're talking about managers, I'd, uh, um, that, that, it sounds like someone's pouring water down a drain here. Is that just me or? It's not a dre, it's my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't Don't be asked muted. Don't uh, use the mute button, Carl. I've just done a black belt class. I'm dehydrated, are you? Slug yeah, away. You, only got you, only, you didn't get to move nine. What's move nine, Carl? Do you, you want to know what it is? <laughs> yeah. Has, has it come back to you, has it? It's a, it's a U-shaped block uh, towards B using a right-hand knife hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and what Cap, did you tell him in the class? Yeah, but... I, but I, Cap, I said, let's concentrate on move eight. <laughs> Cam, he could be bullshitting us. We don't know. No, yeah, we don't <laughs> know. The, the, the saddest thing is I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up when I got in. <laughs> Just to explain what any of that means, I, I, I instructed some black belts tonight about a pattern they didn't know, and I forgot one of the moves in the pattern, and I winged it horribly. <laughs> As they'd say in Dublin, Carl, scarlet for you. Absolutely. Yeah, then Roddy Doyle, I love that. I'm absolutely scarlet for you. Yeah. So, uh, Camp, <laughs> are you... you... Allegri. I was with the Juve fan uh, um, towards the end of last week, and um, he goes, Allegri just hasn't got it. He goes, when he, when he, you know that killer instinct for, for Europe, especially because Juve fans are desperate to win the European Absolute desperate. Most teams in Europe, the top teams in Europe, they're not bothered about the league so much because they know they're going to win the league or challenge for the league. They're desperate for the European Cup. And they go, Allegri just hasn't got it. Just hasn't got it. And it's hard to disagree. You look at his record in the European Cup over the last seven seasons. The European Cup is the most... uh 
cruel of arbiters of your talent. It really is. There's no two ways about it. It's a cruel, cruel arbiter of your talent. And I think, you, you, I mean, we've seen it before. We've seen people winning league title after league title. Mancini did it with um, with Inter. Um, um, and and was 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 just not capable of doing it in the big one. We've seen that lots of times. He's still glugging away there. The <laughs> no, he's fucking unbelievable. No are you actually, Are you pulling the mic up to your gullet? No. <laughs> Do mute. <laughs> Jesus. <sighs> the listeners are concerned for my hydration levels. I am merely putting them right. You wouldn't get this on Kings of Europe by Anfield Index Pro, which will be out quite soon. Wouldn't bloody know, mate, would I? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go check the calendar again. Graham Hunter or Gabriele Marcotti did not do this shit to me. Anyway, let's let's, let's move along. Let's just move it all along. uh, Let's talk Pep. No, 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 just to finish the Allegri thing. Oh, sorry. sorry. I, I think there's an interesting point that you make. I think when your club goes all out and signs the biggest show pony in world football, apart, actually, including Leo Messi, who's the best player in world football, but when you sign the biggest show pony in world football, who's also the second best player in world football. <laughs> he's pretty good. Come on, give him that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's an incredible, incredible footballer. I. I detest almost everything about him, but he's an incredible footballer. When you sign him... You, you, you don't go, mean Emery Chan, do you? You really don't. Okay. And you go, out, you go out in a limb financially to do that. What happens, what tends to happen is the big trophy gets over the line because he is an inveterate winner. We've seen him do it with his, with his national team. We've seen him drive his national team to success. He's, he's um, James, James Milner of Juventus. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. No, it's, it's, it's the experience thing, isn't it? It's the experience thing. Well, he, he will he, get you through the last ten minutes. Well, it, it, yeah. Except the thing about it is, it didn't work, did it? And I don't know. You give him another year older, maybe he's still got one big show pony victory in him. Maybe they'll win it this year. But I think that's an interesting slant on the Allegri thing to 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 follow up on Cam was saying about what what is uh, his Juventus sporting buddy. Had to had to say about Allegri. It's an interesting take. Where did you want to go next, Cam? What what, what Pep was it? Yeah, I want to talk Pep. Uh, how we're living rent free in his head. Well, I mean, there's a generous and there's a, a mean spirited way of looking at at that interview. And my my take on it was. Oh, he was very respectful. It, it was disarmingly honest and very yeah. respectful. So I don't want to. I don't want to bag on him too much, but it's clear, like as I said in my intro, that he's a little bit traumatized. Is maybe a bit of an extreme word, but he's very rattled. What what it is with uh, Pep? He feels that Man City haven't got the re- the respect and the accolade for doing the treble, the domestic treble, and oh, it is it's, it's a huge. Left. Yeah, the the, the formidables they're calling themselves tragically. But by all means, call yourself what you want. Um, Bottom line is, Pep wanted the Champions League. With that squad, you should be near enough always winning trophies. Regardless, there's there's no excuse for not winning a trophy season in, season out with that coach and that setup and everything about it. They are a super club now in that respect because of the billions that have been pumped in for them. So 
he feels that Man City are still living under the shadow of Liverpool Football Club. And he's right, they are. Because do, you th- of, do, you, do you think that's what was driving those comments? Or do you think- oh, oh, all day long, all day long. He, he, he's, he's envious of Liverpool. He's envious of our fan back. He's envious of our fans, for sure. He knows that at the end of the day, Anfield is a phenomenon. But did you not think he did it in a gracious way? He I mean, did. He did, but, but he, 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 was, he was very sincere. He was very gracious. But it still comes down to the fact that he's, he's still irked that Man City, he feels, is not getting the credit that they probably deserve. And that us winning the Champions League, we've completely overshadowed it. We've completely overshadowed it. You know, they, they, they cannot say a thing. You know, Man City, they, they, what it is, they don't have a worldwide fan base like ours. Look at the, the celebrations of us winning, winning the Champions League worldwide. The fans that were worldwide, the videos that are coming out, the club, the way they're... The, well, the club at the moment, their social media game is on fire. Yeah. Well, well, well never mind, never mind uh, even for a second worldwide. Look at the domestic celebration. It was, it was uh, night and day. Oh, right. Well, and did they have what a hundred thousand? If they just, were lucky, it it did look a bit rough. It did yeah. look a bit sketchy. And then you compare the worldwide thing, and I know from doing the let's talk about six thing. We've well, I'm chatting to people all over the globe, and they these are really great people who are all in Cam. They're all mm. in. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to meet some of them out in uh, Madrid. You know, the the, the guys who had come from America, you had um, David Parker come over from China, there was a guy uh, they were talking about who was coming out from New Zealand um, obviously Adam Patricioni I nearly said it right uh, Adam, Adam, yeah Adam, Adam obviously originally yeah. from Colombia, now living in Madrid Yeah, yeah, yeah but, 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 but park that for a second, I'm talking about the people who were organising fan uh, fan uh, official fan sites and unofficial fan yeah. sites unofficial boss, fan, boss, fan boss, venues boss nights, stuff like that yeah, but everywhere across the globe. You yeah, know, the Brighton, I, I was at the Brighton Cup one. Well, I mean, I've, I've spoken to people who were in Durban and Houston and Berlin, Berlin and Indonesia, Zimbabweans. We've got, we've got, we've got people all across India. We've got people all across Africa. This is just, and that's dope. what we are. And yet, Man, Man City are not even close to that. But, but can I give you my take on that? And, and, and Carl, I'm going to go across to you. Just sorry to, 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 to steal your thunder there, Cam, on the question or on the topic. But I do want to just keep, keep it balanced and, and get Mr. Kopek's take on it. Like my take on what Pep said, I'm assuming, I know you've been out of the loop, but I'm, I'm assuming you saw some of it, is that, you know, it wasn't so much... Uh, you know, the idea of us maybe re- him being really rattled and upset. It was more the idea that I think he was trying to justify the fact that his league title was really, really valid because Liverpool are a really good club. Do you know what I mean? I think he was trying to build up the people who he just pipped by a point so that his uh, his uh, achievement of winning. I think so. I, I think there's a case of Liverpool are absolutely brilliant. Look what they've got. Oh, brilliant. Oh, they absolutely brilliant. We beat them in the league, you know. Um, which I think is fair comments. I've got no problem with him doing that at all because he's got a point. He's the European champions who lost one game in this season last year. City beat them. City beat them to the league and then they won the other two trophies. That's fine. I think there's also a case of 
Um, what Bob Paisley used to call giving the opposition a bit of toffee. Yes. That's exactly what, that, that, that's exactly what this is. It's Liverpool are good, you know. In other words, they're just nice, don't hurt us. He's, I, don't think, I think he's picking a fight by not picking a fight. And, and also, I do generally think there's a bit of respect in there as well because, you know, he's, he's got a long history against, against Jurgen Klopp and I do yeah. think they get on. I, 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 I think they're very uh, respectful of each other, uh, but I think I think you've you've hit on something. How many times in this podcast have I mentioned that toffee thing before as well? It's just I think he's a clever fucker, and, yeah. and you, you can't undermine you can't underestimate how uh, what a clever fucker Pep Guardiola is. He's basically you saying know? I'm not I'm not picking a fight yet. That's what he's done. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, because I, yeah. I want my manager to do the same. Fair play, and he will, and you know he will. Yeah. So when he's told about that, he'll have a good comeback because he always does. Um, and and I think I, I think you're also right to point out that there does seem to be a genuine mutual respect there. They may not necessarily 100% like each other. Maybe they do. I don't know. But there's well, there's, a... there's, 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 I, did, I did a podcast um, uh, elsewhere um, just before we played City in the European Cup. Uh, well, it's, this is the weird thing. But what season is it? Two years ago, let's say that. And uh, for the 2018 um, season, and um, the lad who hosted it, it's not Liverpool fan, he said, the, the papers are absolutely crying out for a, a Guardiola against Klopp war. And they've both managers have worked really hard on doing the absolute opposite. And that's always stuck with me that they had a nice off. Who could be the nicest about the other? And then the media started saying, well, let's make it about Sterling. And it ended up no one was asked about Sterling. Going yeah. back to Anfield because he's been there loads of times and it's not a big deal anymore. Did um, you not love that at the time though? Because I remember writing about that uh, in one of my rare articles in 2018 because I loved that. It was just a glorious breath of fresh air, the in- the antithesis of the Ferguson Mourinho bullshit mind yeah. game nonsense. It was just, oh no, you guys are. Oh, great. I actually enjoyed that between Mourinho and Ferguson. Yeah, no, you of course you enjoy it when it's opposition, but imagine if you were involved in that nonsense. I'd like I'm to not... think Liverpool. I like to think Liverpool are bigger than that. That's my point. Yeah, I, I, I see. Because like, that, that's an Allardyce thing. Allardyce did it against us. Yeah, but you know, the when, thing when, is, when, when, when the, he got the, two draws the, against us, we would have been yeah, knocked him up to Europe. You know that sort of. St- yeah, but Fergie used to do it with um, Wenger all the time, didn't he? And Wenger didn't know how to react to it. And I liked it when Mourinho did it because he came in and he he put Ferguson in his place. And that's what I liked about that particular one. Because Ferguson needed bringing down a, a perch or two. On, you, you honestly think Mourinho put Ferguson in his place? Yeah, I think he did. I, you know, I, when he first came, that first season, when he first two, he, Fergie shut up. Didn't take him on after that. Especially after Mourinho won the league, he shut I up. I, I always thought he was quite fawning about Ferguson. To be honest with you, I did. My, my question about that, my question for that would be: Which manager would you rather have? It's not even, a, it's not even a question for me. Yeah, they're both cunts, aren't they? <laughs> but but I, I know, I know which one I'd rather have as manager. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I know. What you're I, saying. I would like it at this stage as well, just to point out one of the novelty items of this show, which people may have like allowed to skip past them, but I'm not going to allow it to skip past. Which is that we've just discussed. Um, uh, the Ferguson Mourinho thing, um, calling them Ferguson and Mourinho, and uh, this may be quite controversial given the uh, channel that I work for and one of the greatest men to ever um, represent our club. But I, I won't be using the sir thing. 
that's not going to be happening on this show. No, no, I don't believe that. That will never be happening on this show. And if you use it, I'll just talk over you uh, and say, that's fine. And I'll stop using it the next time because they're just lizard trinkets and they can fuck off. I only, only, only doctors should deserve titles. Yeah, I, I, I understand that some people who are just more accepting of nonsense will just say, well, it's, 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 it's an honor. And I understand as well that the people themselves, um, and I have no right to criticize them, feel it's an honor. So I will shut the hell up about that, right? But at the same time, for me, my personal take is that I can't go along with it because of my own personal take. So that's, it's interesting that we've got, we, we had a, a little bit of concord there. I did like that, that there was no, uh, there was no sirs getting fired around that conversation. The, 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 the other manager stories, um, I mean, we've, we've covered off the Will Frank, Will Own Frank. We've talked about Pep and his, uh, his uh, situation. We've talked about um, Rafa. Is there anything else that you want to talk about, Cam? You mentioned managers before. Um, wasn't there one more manager? Something else is going on. I did think there was at least one more story, but yeah, it's, it's completely, now. I'm blanking on it at this at this point yeah. in time. So am I. Where's Trinkle? Where's Trinkle when you need it? Where's Trinkle when you need him to feed us some information about what we should He's be watching talking about? cartoons somewhere, right? <laughs> you know he is. <laughs> you know he is. <laughs> oh, 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 hello, here we go. He's typed in that. Oh, I, I, I think the thing to remember is... Um, FIFA actually says guy. That's not a manager. He's very busy. Yeah. That's the not thing the answer is, I was looking for. It's the, the season's ages away. So I mean, I know they came back. City came back for preseason training today, yeah. and um, it's the silly season, isn't it? It's flyer central. Yeah, but you, oh, oh, you see, you you've brought it right up there, and I know, <laughs> I know that you sat in the studio with a microphone in front of you and talked absolute shit about transfers, like you give a fuck. You absolute hypocrite <laughs> on a recent podcast, Carl Kopak. Yeah, but well, I was I was sat next to the biggest transfer junkie in the world. I, I yeah, I, I, know, I, I know. Podcast. I know, and so the the enthusiasm wears off. I get it, and it, it sort of it, it it sort of rolls off onto people around him. And I get that too because sometimes I talk to some people that I'm very friendly with on Twitter, and they're so into it. That God, they're immersed in it. Um, that I get momentarily like g'd up about, it, and then I realised I don't actually care because I just want to see the lean or I want to hear the deal done. I'm not. Well, interested it's, in it's funny you should say that because I I did another podcast that day with the same people, and um, uh, a mutual friend of ours said on it that a while ago Jurgen Klopp said that there might be one summer where he doesn't buy anyone just to see what the rest of the world go nuts. And then for fans to lose their minds. They're losing their minds already. Exactly. Ah, mine's gone. Mine's gone. See, can I make a serious point about this? Because I I was, I was genuinely annoyed at this. So the um, the club and SOS put out a statement about the um, the change in the member sales, and you know, is it fair? Is it not fair? Etc. And I was really disappointed to see the replies were all about, yeah, but we haven't signed anyone. (laughs) A, it's got nothing to do with that. Member sales changes is incredibly important. And can we all stop playing championship manager when the season doesn't kick off for seven weeks? Yeah. 
I mean, it really, again, we're coming back to something that we touched off earlier on, which is that um, modern fandom is inextricably linked with modern technology. And so we are all uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, there was a time when you weren't allowed. People didn't like you talking about Twitter on podcasts. I noticed that. We used to get occasional comments about it. And then I realized that uh, those people were the outliers. Those people were the people who didn't have Twitter or who didn't have uh social media uh of their own and those people are genuinely outliers now um i i'm genuinely thinking of joining them at some point very soon but uh, i do see where they were going in their in their mindset but all the rest of us are immersed in this constant yeah but what about this guy what about that guy now carl i know it's the last thing in the world that you're interested in but no, I'm gonna go... so, so, someone will tell me against norwich say again George Sefton will tell me who's playing for Liverpool when we play Norwich. So yeah, okay. I, I, I'm fine living in ignorance, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, I I take that and I'll say that's probably that's probably you stating a bit too strongly because I know that if if there was a genuine possibility of X or Y that you would have an opinion, and I know that Cam Mbappe, like myself, twenty twenty. Would be, would be thinking, well, let's maybe. I did Mbappe 2020 thinking, fuck off. I, I, that's giving that was me, Tandon who started that. That's giving me too much hope. I've, I've got a question for the two of you. You can, either of you can take it up, whatever. I, I honestly feel, here we are, I'm going to throw it out here. I honestly feel that it's a kind of strike when the iron's hot thing. I saw the best teams uh, that we've had in the past would add. Uh, and and uh, um, sort of complement the existent greatness with further greatness. That's what we do. That's what we do. We we sign Kenny Dalglish in 1977. We, we augment. We 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 augment. We 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 add to. We we uh, complement. Uh, when you're in a position of strength, you go. All right, let's go. Um, a perfect example was Ian Rush had a perfectly successful season uh, at uh, Juventus and had no real reason to be going anywhere uh, and Kenny had been presided over his sale uh, Johnny Aldridge had come in and done amazingly well and bang 60, goals, goals. 60 goals in two seasons Binding goals left, right, and center. Um, Barnes Beersley, the best team we've ever seen, was rushy free. And Rushy was on the market again. Let's get Rushy. It's a no-brainer. Let's augment, as Carl says. I am very much there, Cambridge. Very much there. I think we need to say we're champions of Europe. I want us to throw our weight around. It was suggested to be on one of the podcasts that we go in and we say, hey, uh, Hyung Min Son, come over here. We throw our weight around. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm... 100% with you. Um, with this position of strength, and from a position of strength, you have to cement that strengthness. If, I'm not sure that's the right way to say it, but um, you've got to, we said it last week, I think, you've got to capitalise on this. Players are looking at Liverpool Football Club and they are now wondering, we want to, we want to go there. We want to play for Liverpool Football Club. We want to play for Jurgen Klopp. But what you've got to remember is there's there's only one or two players who are going to improve our front three, but there are possibly better players than our backup to our front three. 
So we need to come identify those players because you need to keep putting the pressure on the front three. You need to keep putting pressure on our defence. You need to keep putting pressure on our midfield. We need to sign. We just need to sign, not for the sake of signing, but you have to. It's. I. I almost think I saw something. Uh, I think it was in Discord, and somebody said, "Do you think we're almost playing? He's going to play our football in such a way we're not going to bother with the two two minor cup competitions now. He's just going to concentrate with the squad he has." just on the league and the European Cup because he's got the players who can do that now. He know he, he knows he has. At the end of the day, it's 55 games, 56 games, whatever it is. Our squad can cope with that. Is that what he's doing? Is that what they're looking at? Just the World Championship plus the Super Cup. Uh, World Championships, what, three games, Super Cup, one game. So another four games, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So it's another I, four I, games. I, 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 want us to win, I want us to win the World one. I do. I want us to win that. Oh, that would be nice. Well, I, 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 I only do because we haven't. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. I remember me. losing to Independiente in Flamingo. 83. In yeah, that fucking that. glorious yellow kit. And it was a bog of a pitch in, uh, was it Tokyo? It was Tokyo. But do you remember that fucking kit? It was like the yellow. The yellow with the red, red stripe down well, yeah, there's the yellow version of the 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 '84 uh, Cup uh, European Cup winning kit with the stripes. Yeah, absolutely beautiful kit, amazing, stunning kit. And we go out there, and you've got Kenny, and he's doing this thing, and you go, "Ah, oh, fuck!" We didn't Michael win. Robinson with that kit for some reason. We yeah, did well, have, we, we did have a major disadvantage in that game, though. What was the that? Pl- the players were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Yeah, they did not take that. They they just took that as a three day trip away. They weren't bothered at all. It was a proper jolly back in the day. That's yeah. what people don't really get. Yeah. The lads were on a jolly, you know. Yeah, they, they don't get that. They they think it's a major it's, trophy. You know that. Yeah, it's a major trophy. I oh, it is. If you look in the the forty two that uh, the scum down the road have. Oh, of course, it's in there. Of course, but I, I, I like I'd be with Carl is that it's the one we haven't won, right? So I'd like to win it. But also on a personal note, I would rather win the European one because it's against Chelsea. I'd love to fucking tonk yes, that. Yes, yeah. Uh, and um, one of my favourite memories of being out and watching football is that European Super Cup where Gibro Sisse scored two in two thousand and six, uh, five, six. One and five. Five? Still, it was, it was 2005. Yeah, yeah, 2005. In Monaco, I think that game. No, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was 2000. We won the FA Cup in 2006. Yeah. The, the general final was 2006. Yeah, so it was 2005. Yeah, five was the, the European one, and it was. Uh, I enjoyed the bejesus of. I had a big social occasion, and uh, it was it was magnificent. And I do think. There's something about I I like that little trophy. I do like it. I like that European Super Cup, but they're it's a both trophy. They're yeah, it's yeah. In, in inverted commas, they're both baubles like the fucking the uh, charity shield. They're baubles. Yeah. Nobody nobody should really give a fuck. And I know and you know that Jurgen and Pep Lenders are saying, well, there's a fair chance Ree and Brewster will start up front in both of those games. Yeah, exactly. I would have thought Jerry Gomez captain. Joey Gomez, captain. Well, maybe Divock, captain. Who knows? Adam Lallana. 
Adam Lallana, captain. He's stretching it now, isn't he? I, mean, I, I think there's every chance. I do generally think there's every chance Adam will play in that match. He probably will, actually. Yeah. yeah but, will. Before we go, here's a, there's a Reds-related thing. There are very little uh, ins. Um, there are some outs. We heard that... Uh, Rafa Camacho. Rafa Camacho was gone. We heard that uh, uh, Hertha Berlin, Berlin have... Uh, Got another year out of uh, Grudge. Uh, by, by the way, can I say I'm going to Berlin soon? I'm very envious because that's one of the few major never been. cities I've never been. Yeah, I want to go to Berlin. Have you not been either, Bridget? No, I'm not. I've, I've been Germany a few times, but I'm not well, been Berlin. Well, should we go with uh, with Carl? He didn't invite us, though, did he? Should we just go on our own? Well, let's let's just go with Carl to fuck him off. That's even better, actually. Yeah. When you go, when you go, Carl. Hope you like David Bowie. Fifth <laughs> to the seventh of August. You're more than welcome. Do you want to come over? Fifth to the seventh of August. Yeah, Mon- Monday, Monday to Wednesday. I would love that. Oh, come I'll over. Check. We'll, we'll, we'll check the diary. Let's, let, let, let's talk off air because um, I got a decent deal. We will talk off air because that sounds like something that should be done. Uh, where was it going with that? Uh, outgoings. Outgoings. In- so, Grinch, Grinch. Grinch. Uh, Danny Ings has gone today officially. Danny's gone today. That was like uh, 18 going to 20. And someone's done the sums between all the bl- bits and bobs because people are obsessed. 100 mil from Edwards. Sales. Well, was it not thirty million today between uh, Danny and someone else? Uh, oh no! So- so, somebody was counting. I saw one earlier that uh, Benteke, Solanke. Oh Christ! Okay, uh, right, right. you know, uh, Ings, right, right. all of but, them. That you know, he's got like hundred mil back, and it's like, how the hell? Brad Smith, Jordan Ibe. Yeah, and, and 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 hats off, and that's great. And I listen. I would love to be one of the guys and gals. I know. They they exist. I know they're out there. I know I speak to them on a regular basis, and they probably fucking hate me because I can't get into this. Who revel in that nonsense, uh, that financial uh, b- b- fucking nonsense, spreadsheet nonsense? I can't. I can't get any crack out of that, lads. I can't. I can't get any crack out of us being great at maths. I can't get any crack out of us having uh, this column better than that column. What I get crack out of is when Alison signs and we go, fucking yes, he's better than everybody. Let's get him in. When we sign Nabi Keita and you go, well, uh, let's take him next year then. Fuck you. And we go, yes, and he's coming. And we sign people like Shakiri. Killian. This is my point, Carl. Big, uh, I do want a big one. I'll be honest with you. I want, like, I do want a big sign-in before we go. Twenty twenty. Why are you saying? Yeah. Why are you saying twenty twenty? Is this some kind of Nike bullshit or what? No, it's the it's, it's a Trump thing, isn't it? It's Trump a, no, it's not, no, it's the tandem theory, isn't it? The tandem theory. What does that, what that well, even mean? As in, um, basically, we, yeah, it is connected with Nike as well. If they come in as our shirt sponsors, and then. Also, we can't afford Killian's wages. So how it will be done is it will be done that the Nike deal will pay so much less per year, and that money that is less per year will fund his wages. Because he'll be he'll be wanting something like four hundred grand a week, which obviously we're not going to pay in our right mind. I'd rather it was Mbappe July than twenty twenty. But would uh, you? Yeah. 
because he's fucking incredible. That's why. <laughs> I, I have to say, I would. He's as the best well, player like... I saw. In, the best player I saw in the flesh last year. That that wasn't in a Liverpool shirt. Yeah, well, I remember that night. I'd I'd agree with you completely. I don't understand why anyone would be any anything other than that because he was the one player that I that we faced in season that I was like terrified of. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Messi and him. That's quite interesting because it, it wasn't it wasn't Neymar in, in Paris. I mean, I was watching. I was watching Neymar, Neymar was good in Paris. Yeah, he was. But um, uh, I thought the midfield was very good in Paris. Actually, I thought Virgil Van Dijk was. Not good that night, but um, but but Mbappe scared the hell out of me every time he got the ball. Yeah, because yeah. he's got everything. He's just got absolutely everything. Well, he does. He was, he, he was, knocking, he, he was knocking James Milner off him, and that takes some doing. Well, yeah, compared if you if you look at how Millie treated Kylian Mbappe as opposed to how he treated Neymar, who was. Nominally, a bigger star in the world of football, like he just. Oh, well, that's bang. why. That's that's why it's leaving, isn't it? He just dumb trucked Neymar. He just yeah. made a fucking show out of him. Whereas you, you can't do that with Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe is a force of nature who's still realizing how good he is. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. when He's not you close to being how good he is. Yeah, but this is my point, and I, I I don't know about you guys, but because of the Maradona documentaries and stuff like that, I've been watching videos of him when he was a kid, and you see him at 19, you see him at 20, and then you see him at 22 and 3 and 4, and you go, holy shit, imagine if Mbappe does that. I, I, I remember when Maradona stories coming out when he was 16, I remember, I really remember those days, there's a kid in Argentina who's just going to out Pelé, Pelé, and he really will. And I, really that, I remember that really clearly, and he just did not disappoint. No, no, he didn't. Like, I mean, I, I cannot wait for that documentary. The guy who did the the Senna and the Amy documentaries uh, is it Asif Kabadi. He's a red, yeah. He follows me on Twitter. He's a red, and he follows you on Twitter. Look, at that's, you. Not my, that's not my fault. Clear Clang. Clear Kabak. Asif Kapadi follows you on Twitter. Yeah, he does, yeah. Fuck you need it. to change your Twitter handle. Dude, That's unbelievable. Honestly. Just change it to Clang. <laughs> clang. That, that, that is not my fault. The that, clang. Is, that, is, that is a statement of fact. I will tell you what fair about a, 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 a very stupid name drop on Saturday, though. Oh, God. Another one. Are we going to hear this? All fair? Uh, yeah, best that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you, you've teased the listeners nicely there. Why don't you just give them a clue? Wow. <laughs> Not while Princess Margaret's still alive. That's an old joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Prince, Princess Margaret's not alive, by the way. Uh, best not. Best not. Okay, well, look, let's start wrapping it up because uh, we've gone over the hour mark and I'm aware that poor old guy is in the background. And, like, you know, there's only so many S club tunes you can listen to in a night, you know, kind of way. So, it's, all, it's all the same one anyway. They're all the same. Well, they're all the same, but like, you know, some S Club members are better than others. That's all I say. Oh, never enough S Club says, uh, says Drinkle. Fair play. Uh, so uh, we'll go to the final thoughts for both of you. And uh, I went to you first, Carl. So I'll go to you first, Cam, for your final thoughts. If you're lucky enough to find anything in life that gives you five seconds, 
let alone an hour of relief from life, you should try to do it forever. Christ alive. It's a bit deep, isn't it? Yeah. Close. No idea who it is, actually. Jack Antonov. What do you think Jack Antonov was trying to get at there? Enjoy life. Find something you like. Find something you like doing and keep doing it. Yeah. Really? Just, just yeah. If, whatever it is, just enjoy it. Live it. What's the point? What's the point of life? If you don't enjoy it. Right. I'm not convinced, but I'm going to go with that. that. That's my take, you know. In the very mean, that's the we should be trying to live by, I reckon. No, man, you're right. It's beautiful. What about you, Carl? How are you going to finish this up? Slightly more cynically. Um, <laughs> I've got uh, t- two thoughts. I'm going to do my negative one first. Oh, um, why not? I would like, um, we talked about Twitter a lot on this show tonight, and this is a little mini campaign I've got going. I would like anyone who happens to follow Katie Hopkins, you know when she says something racist, can you report her to Twitter, please? Because Twitter aren't bothered about her using racist terms, and I think it's disgraceful. Everyone else gets banned, but she doesn't. Because she's money, she's clicks, she's advertising, and I think that's disgraceful. So I'd like, I'd like to ask you to do that. I'm doing it myself. And yes, you did, Cam. Yeah, we had a chat about that, didn't we? We did. Um, and, and secondly, just to advertise the new um, article this week up on, on some green grass in a bowl, which I curate. And um, curate, that's so ponzi. I should say edit all right. Now I curate it. Uh, this week, it's about um, a man who became the only Swedish player to make the World Cup All-Star 11. Um, and is universally mocked wherever his name is mentioned. Big chunky Tommy Brolin. Yeah. And there's a Liverpool link there as well. Because it was the game at Liverpool where he, we they lost five nil at Anfield, which I was at. Um where that that they marked the pretty much marked the end of his Leeds career after about twelve games. Because he was he was he, he, they, he played centre midfield Howard Wilkinson made him play on the right, and then in the game before, he said, but don't worry, I'm going to put you back in the centre again for Anfield. And he made him play on the right, and he deliberately decided to play shit. And he really did deliver on that. <laughs> <laughs> and that pretty much ended his career. But there's, there's, there's so many stories about him not going back for pre-season training because a bird hit his, wind, hit his car when he was on the way to the airport, and he couldn't drive the car, so he missed the plane. There's stories of George Graham, who became his second manager at Leeds, who was so disgusted with him that he wouldn't let him go into the ground on match days unless he bought a ticket. And he was oh, the first team player for Leeds. That's so amazing. I've, uh, so maybe curated is the right word. I've curated some stories about him. I actually quite like him. I've, I've been reading a lot about him the last couple of days. And um, I, think know, if, uh, I think if you're going up against George Graham and the, the aforementioned uh, other previous opposition, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. Well, well, Howard Wilkinson and George Graham for, for a man who basically was just... I mean, he, he, let's get this straight away. Thomas Brolin, by the way, world-class footballer before he Leeds. Super. No he question super. at all. He had the lot. He got he got Sweden to the World Cup semi-final. He got Sweden to the Europa, yeah, Euro 92 semi-final when they weren't expected to get out of the group on either occasion. Fantastic footballer. And it's um, it's quite, it's very, very sad. But um, I found some quotes from him. So um, if you haven't heard of Thomas Brolin, can I ask you on Wednesday to read Some Green Grass in a Bull? Because uh, I've written a piece about him. 
Why would you not do that? Why would you not do that, people? Uh, that sounds marvelous. Hey, did you know I bought your books? Just what you did, out. yeah, you did. Which one, have you started? Is doing them in order or? No, I'm reading this other one first. So I had three books arrived, so I'm saving yours. Save the best okay. to last, don't you? Obviously, <laughs> after I've read your books, I'll never need to read another. Never need to read another book again. I, I? I pretty much ended literature. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he, he did. He did. He did actually tell you that, didn't he? Yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, and so I'm, you don't I'm need any other books. I'm done. That's it. Books are books are finished. Yeah, yeah. That's it. If you're not a fan of reading, just buy my two. That will yeah. do you for the rest of your life. No more Enid Blyton for me afterwards. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Fucking Enid Blyton was that where you were going next? Yeah, <laughs> not the far away tree. Don't need that anymore. Yeah, can't be a bit naughty. Hey. Wonderful and the wonderfully racist. Famous Five. Yes. Sometimes you honestly wonder what you're working with. Do you like an eye? <laughs> <laughs> well, the other two is I've really, enjoyed, mates, it. I've really enjoyed it today. Uh, honestly, I've got to put that out there. I think, I think this is some of our best material today. <laughs> <laughs> some what do you reckon, listeners? What do you reckon, listeners? Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, because we don't do quite yeah. so many podcasts as Trev does these days, do we? Tram? Well, what's a podcast? Yeah, just sign up and tell Brady he's wrong. For the love of Christ, Brady he's wrong. It, this has been the Unfilled Index podcast. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh, I, I don't even know what to say. It's been wonderful. I've enjoyed it. Uh, before we go, let me finish by thanking you for your listenership. We appreciate. We do genuinely appreciate every one of you. I don't know if you get that. But we do. Uh, there's Carl saying it, so that makes it true. Uh, so, you know, do tell somebody else. Spread it out. Let people know if it's any way worth your time and your interest and let people know. We appreciate that immensely. I have been Trev Downey. It is a field in rural Ireland until we speak to you again. Be kind to your fellow Reds and now wait. Go back. Spuds. I said bread, pasta spuds, then pie, pancake, fudge. <laughs> <laughs>
Social Podcast Network.